Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. When you're out walking, it's important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, water that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my Aqua True water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, Enter the code WALKING at checkout. 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Good morning, friends. Welcome to Walking as Fitness, the podcast. This morning I'm on a, an early morning walk uh, just outside our neighborhood, uh, passing by that lake that I told you about a couple of weeks ago that has an alligator in it, although I haven't seen the alligator in a few weeks, so I don't know if it's still there. As you can tell, there's a little bit of traffic. I'm on a sidewalk, so I'm, I'm safe. Up ahead is is a field, and I don't know what the uh, scientific term is, but it's kind of like that early morning, low-hanging fog. Uh, it's really quite beautiful. Sun hasn't quite arisen. We've got daylight, but the sun hasn't come up over the horizon. Temperature is comfortable, although it is humid. Uh, I actually like the humidity. I'd rather be humid than, than dry. Experience the dry heat couple of weeks back in Las Vegas, uh, talked about that, and while in the middle of the day, 
it felt more comfortable. Uh, my skin got really dry, and so I like, like a little bit of humidity in the air. Uh, this morning, uh, I want to talk about something that normally would not talk about for another few months. I have, you remember the, uh, the comic strip Calvin and Hobbes? In my opinion, the greatest comic strip ever. It was only done for 10 years. The cartoonist was Bill Watterson. And I think it was like 1986 to 1996, somewhere around there. And it was just brilliant. Calvin was a six-year-old boy. Hobbes was his uh, stuffed tiger that came alive whenever it was just uh, Calvin and the tiger in the... Uh, in the comics, but any time Calvin's parents were around, uh, Hobbes reverted from real tiger back to stuffed tiger. Anyhow, on my home office wall, I have a framed reproduction of the final Calvin and Hobbes comic strip. And it's a snowy, snowy uh, landscape, and Calvin and Hobbes are getting ready to go sledding. And uh, Calvin, the boy, says to Hobbes, a new year, a fresh, clean start. And Hobbes, the tiger, says, it's like having a big white sheet of paper to draw on. Calvin, a day full of possibilities. It's a magical world, Hobbes, old buddy. Let's go exploring. And this final Calvin and Hobbes comic strip appeared on December 31st. So just before New Year. And I think that comic strip captures how we feel about the New Year and maybe even particularly New Year's Day. It feels like a fresh, clean start, which is one of the reasons why New Year's Day is probably the most popular day to, uh, to come up with goals for the next 365 days. You can call them uh, New Year goals, annual goals, New Year's resolutions, whatever. But there's just something intoxicating about taking that day that feels like a fresh, clean start and creating a list of goals, things you want to accomplish over the next 365 days. And typically, these goals are based on things that we, we want to change, obviously. Things that we uh, don't like about ourselves, where we feel we measure, don't measure up, uh, or, or dreams that we've long held, and finally now's the time to take action and do something about it. And it's exciting because there is something as I said, intoxicating about this fresh, clean start. And so we list a bunch of things that we want to accomplish over the next year. These are our annual goals, New Year's goals, resolutions, whatever. And then we get ready to start accomplishing those with great excitement. And the motivation is huge. For years, I used to set my annual goals and many years those goals included 
fitness goals as well as financial goals, and friendship goals, and the like. And the fitness goals in particular were always followed by a flurry of activity you know, during that first week of the new year. Now, oftentimes, I, in fact, one year I, I joined a gym. <laughs> I think the gym was having, having a sale, some sort of discount, and so I, I joined and then made the goal to go to the gym. I don't know how many times a week, and I did for, for a couple of weeks, and then stopped going as frequently, and probably by sometime in February stopped going at all although I kept the gym membership for several years. See, that's the problem with New Year's Day, with this fresh, clean slate, with this magical thinking. It's a magical world, Hobbs, old buddy, is that we set our goals based on emotion. And goals with the foundation of feelings are almost never going to last. Those are goals that almost never get accomplished. And sadly, and research has indicated this, sadly, only 8% of all goals are ever achieved. 92% of goals are not achieved. I mean, it's just, it's, well, it's I was gonna say it's surprising, but it's really not because most goals are based on the feeling of the moment. But the goals themselves that we set are often worthwhile goals, particularly in the area of health and fitness. And so I want to propose a different way to set your goals. If you've been thinking about your health and your fitness, and maybe you set a goal uh, earlier this year, around January 1st. Uh, maybe that's even why you're listening to this podcast, but the goal has not, has not been accomplished. Uh, you haven't done what you committed to doing. Uh, the feelings that you had on January 1st, uh, long since faded, but there's still a, a glimmer of interest you still recognize that your health and your fitness matter. And uh, maybe you've even been exploring, well, what can I do for 2022? You know, what, what goals can I set? Here's what I want to suggest, that you don't start on January 1st. There are those days, January 1st, and usually the first day of each month, uh, can feel like this fresh, clean slate. This, this magical beginning. And they're, they're, they come hand-delivered with a little bit of emotional wallop. And they feel like the right time to begin uh, a new goal or a new fitness journey. And I want to suggest, no, <laughs> don't do that. Just pick a random day, a random day that has no significance. And that's the day to start. Number two, start small. A lot of times when we get excited about this goal that we set, this transformation, things are gonna be different. And 
we start spending time imagining how our lives are going to be different, how we're going to look different, how we're going to feel different, how we're going to be different because we are now physically fit and healthy and we want those results right now. But of course, as we've talked about in the past, it takes a long time before you really begin to see and feel the results of fitness. And so it's dangerous, uh, certainly emotionally, and I think at times even physically, to try to do way too much exercise at the beginning. Uh, your body's not prepared to cash the check that your emotions have written. And my recommendation, the best way to begin any fitness journey is by walking. It is, it's fun, it's flexible. There's a very, very low threshold of friction to do it. You don't have to get in the car and go to the gym. You just put on some athletic shoes and walk out the front door. So, and it's something you're already doing. You don't have to learn a new skill. And there are two ways that you can start a fitness journey with walking. You can either begin with a timed walk like every day I'm going to go for a, a 10 minute walk uh, or you can get a step tracker like a Fitbit which is what I have I have the Fitbit Inspire 2 and you can set a goal based on the number of steps now of course you have probably heard that 10,000 steps is should be your goal and uh, I would argue strongly that no it should not be at least not to start out the average American I've read and this this kind of varies but it's somewhere the average American gets somewhere between three and four thousand steps a day that's just functional moving around and if that's all the walking you're doing to go from we'll say four thousand to go from four thousand to ten thousand in one day will require about an hour's worth of walking and that's a lot of walking to add in one day. So I would certainly not recommend your goal start at 10,000. What I recommend is that you get a step tracker and you wear it and just do your normal walking. Don't, don't pay attention uh, to what you're doing. Don't take an, hey, I'm on a fitness journey. I'm going to go take an extra 10 minute walk. No, just walk normally for about a week and then see what your average step count, daily step count is. And if it's, say, 4,000, uh, my recommendation is that your starting goal be very small and add 500 steps to whatever your daily step average is. So if it's 4,000, your new goal is 4,500. So the idea here is to start small, whether it's a 10-minute walk every day or uh, adding 500 steps to what you are currently walking that's a small small beginning and most days you're not going to have any problem reaching that goal every now and then you're going to have a day where you don't feel like it where you're too busy uh, where you just don't have the energy not that you're sick but you just kind of like eh. uh, 
or you're discouraged because you've been doing this for a while and nothing's changing. Those are the days that are the most valuable because those are the days that you keep your commitment to yourself and reach your goal. I don't feel like it, but I'm going to go out and get a 10-minute walk. I don't feel like it, but I am going to, to hit 4,500 before I go to bed. And as you start small, you also need to think long. Uh, you know, we all have our reasons for wanting to get fit and to begin exercising. But as I just mentioned, it's going to take time before you really begin to see those results. The way this plays out is you first have to create a fitness habit. Habit of walking 10 minutes a day, regardless of whether it's raining, how I feel, how busy my schedule is, or the commitment of I'm going to get, again, we're using as an example, 4,500 steps, regardless of the weather, how I feel, etc. You create this fitness habit by doing this thing every single day, regardless of how you feel. The more you do it, the easier it becomes and you begin to transition from a fitness habit to fitness momentum. And as you continue on, you gradually increase those goals. At some point, you move from 10 minutes to a 15-minute walk every day. And when do you do that? Well, when the 10-minute walk is never a challenge. I'm going to bump that up to 15 minutes. You add another 500 steps if you're going by a daily step count. And again, when do you do that? When reaching 4,500 is not a challenge at all. And you add another 500 to it. That fitness habit transitions into fitness momentum. And this is where things start to get fun because you enjoy it so much. You've got momentum that it's actually harder to not do it than it is to do it. And then that fitness momentum eventually leads to fitness transformation. Those things that you wanted to see at the very beginning, they'll happen, but it takes time. Start small, think long, and pick a day that doesn't feel magical. Just pick a random day on the calendar and say, this is when I'm going to start. And then one more suggestion before you begin. I have a friend, his name is Steve, who is on a weight loss journey and it's, uh, he's coming up on year four. And he has lost well over 200 pounds. Uh, he was a big guy. I think he started at 440 pounds. And he had tried to lose weight before and then made a commitment to himself. He was going to try again, but he did it differently this time. He set a start date. And then for the 30 days before that start date, in his, uh, his method of losing weight, he found uh, an eating plan uh, that was going to be the foundation of losing weight. He was going to do it by changing his nutrition. He was also going to do yoga. But the real foundation uh, for him to lose all that weight was changing his eating. And he picked a, a start date. And then for the 30 days leading up to that start date, he drained the emotion. He 
He wasn't on the eating plan, but he imagined how it was going to feel on a day when he wanted to go get a burger and fries from McDonald's, which he loved, and they were not on his eating plan. How was he going to handle the emotional tug of that? And he he went through the entire month uh, thinking through these different scenarios and draining that emotion, that excitement at the beginning of a journey so that when he hit his start date, it wasn't emotionally fueled. He was mentally prepared and he started and began that eating plan. And my friend has never given himself a cheat day. He hasn't even given himself a cheat bite (laughs) off of that plan. And his success, his weight loss success has been tremendous. And I would recommend doing the same thing. You know, don't, don't start tomorrow. Pick like a day, three, four weeks from now. Set your goal. Uh, Don't begin pursuing it, but then think through each day. Okay, so when would I take my 10-minute walk today? Uh, How would I get 500 extra steps today? And invariably, you're going to have some of those days that are would be challenging days where the calendar is packed and you're tired and you just don't feel like it. How are you going to reach your goal on days like that? Think it through before you get started. So when you finally hit that start date, you're ready to roll. Pick a random day, start small, think long. I've got a bunch of resources on my website that'll help you transition your functional walking into fitness walking. They're all free. Uh, Some of these plans are laid out. I've also got uh, some other resources that can help you as, as you begin this new fitness journey, and it'll help you keep track and celebrate the wins the victories of reaching these daily goals. Uh, You can check that out at at, uh, walkingisfitness.com and click on to the resources page. Also, there is a uh, article, blog article, around the same topic of this podcast. And if you prefer to read about this, check out that blog article. Uh, Also, I want to invite you to leave a rating and a review for this podcast. It helps others discover it, and the reviews, particularly the good reviews, might actually be the difference maker in someone choosing to engage and listen to the podcast and then perhaps even beginning a fitness journey of their own. It's a way that you can help pay it forward. Thanks for listening. I know you got a bunch of choices, a bunch of things you could be listening to. I'm honored that you would listen to this podcast. Hope you have a great week, and we'll talk again next week. All right? Bye.